sustainable housing, not just for hippies. We're going to talk about how you can apply it to your life now as well. Hello. Morning. How are you? Doing very well, thanks. We got Sienna What's today. That? We got we got rookie Sienna. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for having me this morning, Mark and Jessica. How, I'm super keen to be here. How are you this morning? This is this is the first live that you've done with us on uh, Morning Minutes. Yes, it of is. Many. <laughs> first of many. <laughs> and uh, and Jess, how are you? I'm good. Good. You're good. Nice. Yeah, it's warm today. What is that? Is it is it really the sign, or is it fake? Or is summer really coming? No, they're they're baiting us, <laughs> but still we can enjoy it. Oh yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so Jess, sustainable. I don't like this topic. I know. I could tell when I when we were just talking about it before. <laughs> Um, but it's a good topic because I think it's the way of the future. More focus on sustainable housing, sustainable living, things you can do in your house to make it better for the environment, better for you, better for the world. It's um, it's not going away. No. It's here forever. Yeah, for sure. And I think we were talking about a bit off air about how sustainable you sometimes think more expensive like you think of going down the organic aisle in the shops and it's more expensive than the rest of the supermarket but in terms of housing sometimes there's more affordable options that are still sustainable it's like gluten-free bread yeah it's not going away <laughs> it's not going away so tell us um what would you what would you recommend to the people watching today of what they could do to be more sustainable with real estate in their homes? You know, this is a really, really, really simple one, but yeah. people living in units over houses. It's much better, more better for the planet, more sustainable, you're taking off less land, and it's an easy one. And you know, I guess you're sharing services. And if the population, Australians love a big yard. So in Australia, we're notoriously ba bad for it in comparison to the rest of the planet um, for yep. our like footprint of how big we, like the space we live on. But if you look at somewhere like Japan, people live in smaller areas in high density living, better for the planet in doing so. So that's lesson one for sustainable living. And I, and I guess also, if you look at a pool as an example, if you have 12 houses, you have 12 pools. If you have 12 units, you can share one pool. Yeah. Gym, all that stuff. Sure. So that's sustainable. Definitely. Sianna, did you have... Well, you know, sustainable um, home livings and living can be as simple as growing a veggie patch in your own backyard or installing solar panels on your roof. Um, but it, as we all know, it can be much more than that, which we can jump right into if we like. Mark? Yeah. So you got um, 
uh, solar panels. What did you say about there's still grants around there? So people who are out there at the moment who are thinking they're going to put solar panels on and thinking maybe the grant's gone, the grant's still around, yeah? How much is yeah. that? That's three, three, four grand you're getting? 3700 you can get for a solar panel grant. I think the cost of solar panel for one solar panel can go up to 8000 I'm pretty sure. But that cost is offset by your electricity bill. Yeah, so I put solar on the house for twenty grand. I got an instant rebate of ten grand. Yeah. And it killed my power bill by about seven hundred dollars to eight hundred dollars a quarter. Um so I guess I get the payback from memory. Um I think the payback was four years. So after four years, I was neutral and going into positive. So then basically that's just like money in your back pocket um, after a four-year period. So it's that's sustainable. The other thing too is the resale potential because a lot of people, um, the new buyers, because there's more focus on sustainability, often if a house has – I get asked all the time if the whole, the, a house has solar panels. Or if yeah. and there's a lot more people that are focused on it, so that could be a selling point for your property and add value later on. As well, and even uniblocks, I've noticed uniblocks um, have common properties. So house lights, um, for example, uh, you know when you walk inside a foyer during the day, you turn the lights on, lift, and that sort of stuff. That can be run off solar panels. Um, so you know all uniblocks that generally have massive roofs. And it's a good idea as a body corporate to get together and say, guys, let's invest a little bit up front and then on the back end we're going to get payback. But that seems to be the common theme with, with sustainable, that it's it's known as expensive, not because it's expensive, but the costs are borne up front and then cheaper on the back end. But people really have a difficulty with upfronting that money. It's even something as small as the, um, you know, the reusable straws. Yep. Like on a smaller scale, one of those packs is like $15. A plastic straw yep. is a cent, not even. You get it for free. The upfront cost of that $15, people will say, no, I don't want to do that. But long run, you're, you're actually, it's better off. You're going to not spend as much money continuously buying the packets of plastic straws. So say it again, the straws, the um, oh, as in the like the steel ones or the yeah, or the permanent yeah, ones. Yeah. So it's the same yeah. principle with like buying furniture when we were talking about buying a chair. Yeah. If you buy the expensive yeah. chair, it'll last you a really long time. If you buy the cheap chair, it will last you two years. And then you buy another cheap chair. Then you buy another cheap chair. Buy another cheap chair. The cost at the end. And that's that's the cost to you personally, dollars. But there's also. Um, the cost to the uh, the environment because you're actually producing a lot more chairs because you're damaging a lot more chairs and buying and buying and throwing out, buying and throwing out, buying and throwing out. So sometimes, not only is it less for your back pocket, um, but it's also less for the environment because you're not throwing. You haven't got as much landfill going in from old chairs. And you have to pay to dispose of them as well. And go and buy them as well. Rock yeah. up to the shop, I want that one, or I want that one, or I want that one. It all takes time. Um, so I, th I think that, but how do you shift people's mindset to that where they appreciate that, they value that, and then they start 
you know, making those those personal decisions when buying. Um, where are we seeing it in property? Where are we seeing sustainability in property? Because we've, we've spoken about it now in, you know, in different parts of our lives uh, with solar, for example, I guess that's property. Um, how else are you seeing it? We've seen some really cool new house designs. Sienna's looked at some with shipping containers. Yeah, so essentially shipping containers are used, shipping containers that are essentially formed into houses. Um, it's been kind of been around for what, maybe 10 years or something, 20 years maybe. Um, and, you know, it reuses shipping containers that are basically a pile of steel disregarded in ports all around all while wide world so it is a great way to you know build houses and also you know help the environmental impact and as a young adult i think it's really important to get that exposure in our generation because it will continue over generations and i think as well with with like the materials that are being used in construction there's a lot although there's heaps of work to do there is more of a focus on what's being used. Like we've seen in Melbourne, some there's a company that's using hemp to build houses. And the actual benefit is that it has natural pesticides, you know, have to do pest treatment, natural insulation. So you, you save less with your electricity bill. Um, so there's a lot more focus in the construction element of what materials can we use to build houses that are better for the environment. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. In my house is hemp. Well, Natalie and I even, we did a morning minutes a little while ago talking about um, the 3D printed houses. Even that, yeah. sustainable, because there's no, um, when they're building it, they don't have any wasted materials that they have to dispose of. It's just the house is built with everything they need. Packaging. I, when I think of houses, I think of um, packaging because they have an enormous amount of um, waste that leaves the site because everything comes wrapped or everything comes you know boxed everything comes palleted and all and all that sort of stuff and i think when you're 3d printing a house which is a really extraordinary concept but when you're three three actually just to explain quickly what people what 3d printing is for people that don't know it's basically it's i guess you're pouring the walls in concrete um you're pouring all of the walls and the foundation all from the one concrete pump. So basically this thing just just we, just goes around and does every single part of the building. But I think, yeah, the, the a lot less waste as well when you're doing something like that. Yeah, 100% because the, instead of the architect, the computer designer that's done it all on their computer, um, they know exactly what they're building and they just pour it straight into that mold. So there's no waste. Nuts. Sustainable, my favourite topic. <laughs> Anything else we want to cover on sustainable homes and ideas and concepts for people watching? I think it's the um, just the little things in your house that you should be doing. Like there's so much, all of us are guilty of going and buying so much crap for our houses, for furniture that we don't need that we get rid of after a year. I think having a bit of a more long-term mindset, saving for a good lounge or saving for a good chair or whatever it is, rather than just buying stuff <laughs> to fill up the space. It's definitely, when you look at IKEA furniture and the way that we rock in there, rock out of there, and you think that's a great idea, you buy it and chuck it. Um, yeah. 
it's it's really uh, even my little toothpaste thing I bought the other day is sustainable. It's getting more out of out of it's getting more out of out of what you normally get. So, for anyone watching what it is, it's like a um, a metal clip you put on the top of your toothpaste and you wind it so that you don't waste any toothpaste in the tube. <laughs> yeah, it's got it's it's had a lot of fans. It's had a lot yeah. of fans. I, I bought some. Uh, my my mum saw it come in and um, when I got it delivered and, and wanted one, and um, and then I I ended up getting twelve and then I ended up getting ended up getting distributed for the office, but. You know, in all seriousness, I guess that any any little if you can get an extra drop out of uh, toothpaste, if you yeah. can get more out of your environment, if you can get more out of your containers by reusing them, if you can get more out of your solar, if you can get more out of your wa- your um, water, like I know even just habits with water with running of a tap, it doesn't sound like much, but when you compound it over three hundred sixty five days of a year and over ten years. It's an enormous amount of water you can save simply by. Um, I think I I, um, I had a habit of um, um, having. I don't know if it's a good habit or a bad habit. Um, sh- um, washing your teeth when you're in the shower. Oh, I, I think that. A, I think that's a bad habit because you're actually using more water because you're another 15, 30 yeah. seconds washing your teeth and you're running a shower. Uh, my old man. On the tight side, tight ass style, used to um, turn the shower on, turn the shower for fifteen seconds, turn it off. <laughs> lather, lather, right, soap, 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 yeah, soap, yeah, soap, yeah. soap, and then turn the shower on, <laughs> and then it all, and then um, rinse, turn the shower off. So it was literally the the amount of time the water was on for was probably thirty seconds. You do that compared to a five-minute shower that we're used to. Sustainable. Better time. Better for I the environment. Saw they released, um, I don't know where it was, but they released, this is not related to property, but related to sustainability. They released the top 10 people, the worst people in the world for um, private jet usage, like who's used the most fuel since the start of the year. Taylor Swift in the last eight months, so since January 1st, has in a private jet alone, had enough emissions that the average person would have in 517 years. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all yep. doing okay by not getting on a private jet. It was like a hundred and something times already from the start of the year. Yeah, it's all. And you know what? I think it's um, sustainability has an element of sharing, doesn't it? Like a private jet, you're not sharing shit. But no. you know, with when you're going in, in a mainstream airline, you're sort of sharing the fuel, sharing the cost. But I think, I think it, a, a lot of the a lot of sustainability can be simply by just grouping what you're doing. Even like you know, getting a bus instead of driving to work, um, you know, it, it all comes under that sort of matter, doesn't it? For sure, sure. All right, that's a that's a sustainable show. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a bit of. We're hopefully prom- we promoted a bit of awareness out there for uh, for things we can all do, but it's um it's pretty uh yeah I don't know it's still an ugly word. I know, I know, it's overused. But it's cool. But it's a cool. But it seems like the um seems like the younger generations bloody love it. Yeah, for sure. 
It's a new word. A new word. <laughs> well, it is like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, sorry, a new use of the word if you look oh, at 100%, it. yeah. Because growing up, like I was, like there was none. Like going through high school and stuff, sustainable wasn't really a thing at all. And now it's at the forefront of everyone's mind. Like I said, the resale. If your house has sustainable elements, someone that's my age, when they're ready to buy, they'll they'll ask the question. They'll be attracted to it. Um, yeah. and, and before we go on the show, um, Sienna. Yes. What do you What do you do at Novak? So I'm in property management at the moment. I've only been here for six weeks, so it's a bit of a learning curve trying to get my head around and learning everything. Um, I just do the leases. I process applications, and it's mostly just on the computer, <laughs> answering emails, picking up phone calls, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and for people that are out there that are considering getting into real estate, any any uh, tips or things you didn't know that you want to tell people, you want to tell everyone? Don't be afraid to get something wrong. You know, no. uh, real estate, it, it is a hard job, but if you just put your head down and you really listen and active listen, then you're going to love it. You know, it, it, you meet so many great people and being here in Novax, I met so many people. I've met so many friends, you know, it's great. There you go. Jess, what do you want? What do you reckon? I like what Sienna said. You. You learn most when you're uncomfortable, so you got to jump in. Yeah, got to get it. Yeah, ladies, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you for having for the, us for the sustainable show. Yeah. <laughs> Stylish, but make it sustainable, guys. <laughs> That's it. Take care. See you around. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye. Bye.